Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Titus Life Podcast. It's been a hot minute, but we are coming back. We're coming back very strong today because I've got a whole bunch of friends here with me. I got my buddies Brandon, Trex, Enigma, Chels, Mo Viper, Rocky, and J Rod. We are here and we're back strong. How are y'all doing tonight? J Rod, can I get a yee yee? <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> today on the Titus Life Podcast, we're going to be talking about, we're going to be reviewing Backlash since that happened two days ago. Uh, we're also going to be talking about up and coming Marvel movies. And the I think that part I'm very excited for. Not saying I'm not excited for the, I mean, Backlash was all right. Backlash was okay, but I'm more excited to talk about my, uh, Marvel movies. So, but, um, and at the end, we're going to be talking about some Resident Evil Village since I just, um, since I just finished a playthrough of Resident Evil Village and I feel like talking about it. So, and what better opportunity than a podcast that I almost forgot that I had. But anywho, um, starting off with the review of back. Oh, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. Um, Trex, uh, he had uh, asked me if we could do a moment of silence for the recent passing of ECW legend um, New Jack. So at this time, um, we're going to have a moment of silence for the passing of New Jack. Rest in peace, New Jack. Alrighty. You can say that again. And um, without without further delay. Um, I didn't grow up with New Jack that much, but J-Rod here has showed me, um, a match with New Jack, actually. I think it, what, what did you show me? What was it? Sandman, New Jack, and Sabu in that, what was it, that body bag match? Yes, sir. Yeah, that was a good match. Uh-uh. Oh, that was oh, yeah. an epic match. That, that, that was a really good match. Me and J-Rod watched that together, actually, on, um... What was it uh, that was on a Facebook call, and that was a that was a really nice match to watch. I was very in, intrigued and very interested. So, um, but getting on with the backlash review um, up on the card, this was on the pre-show. It was Sheamus versus Ricochet. Sadly, not for the title. Um, did you guys watch pre-show or just me? I mean, this this match was pretty pretty decent. Ricochet gave Sheamus a run for his money. Um, personally, I was ready for Sheamus to take a loss to Ricochet and possibly put him in the U.S. title picture. But, uh, I mean, 
the great white, he's going to show off his dominance as U.S. champion. So. Oh yeah, of course. I forgot. He said, Welcome to the road to WrestleMania Backlash. I see. I was already saying it before we started. I still hate the fact that they called it WrestleMania Backlash, but I mean, I guess it is what it is. But um, but yeah. Um, since I think yeah, I think I'm the only one in this chat right now that's watched the pre-show before Backlash. But I mean, oh Brandon, you did. Okay, I I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Um. So for those who saw Sheamus versus Ricochet on the pre-show, what would you guys rate this match? Uh, I give it about a. I give it about a six point seven. Okay, okay, I give. Okay, considering that I only seen the replay, you know, like throughout uh, Backlash, I w- I won't have to give it a five. Give it okay. Right. I think it should have been the other way around. They should be doing a heck of a lot more with Rick Jay. I mean, he's he's got a lot of talent, but I feel that they're wasting him. Right. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. Right. Exactly. See, because see, because I'm a big fan of both superstars, I'm gonna have to give this like a. I give it a seven. I give it a seven point five out of ten. Um, I know, but that's how I feel personally about the match. Um. All right. So next up, we had. The Raw Women's Triple Threat Match. Um, it was Rhea Ripley, the champion, defending against Asuka and uh, Charlotte Flair. Do you mean Cameron Flair? Oh, we have a we have a new entry. We have a new entry. Our good buddy Vader. Our good buddy Vader's here. Yes, sir, you're just in time. We just got started, brother. So you are not late to the party.
See, because I've I've seen a lot of people saying like Charlotte wouldn't get the thing she has without putting in the last name because at the beginning we all know like in the beginning she was just Charlotte. But then people started calling her Charlotte Flair. There's like a lot of people are saying like without without Flair, she wouldn't get the things she has. Well, let me ask you if if I see the if I could go on that real quick, Titus. So you see, with Charlotte, I believe that if she didn't take her father's last name, she was just—I hate to say it like this—but she was just a woman wrestler that is she is talented. Got her push, but now they're just using the last name to get they're just using the last name to get ratings because of her father. Like seriously. But, like it's about time like I, I don't even know if I would say I put Charlotte in the, the women's title picture at all right now. I mean again, I've said it I've said it once before. Yeah, I feel like I feel like even without even with even if she wasn't Ric Flair's daughter, I feel like Charlotte would have done a hell of a job. I mean, she'd probably still be in the position she's at right now. She'd probably still be the queen. But who knows where she'd be if her father wasn't Ric Flair, so. But um But uh what would what would you so for those who watched um the triple threat match for the Raw Women's title, who what, Wait, what was it? It was a fucking cow. No, she was uh no, she was Coella Deville. No, she she was cow No, like no, I see what her attire was supposed to be. She was Coella Deville and everything on her like her attire was Dalmatian fur, so to speak. I, but I do see where you can get cows, but for those who didn't know, it was she was supposed to be Quill DeVille, and she was wearing Dalmatian fur. Okay, yeah. I, I got a question for everybody in here. Do you think this is Charlotte's last shot? No, definitely not. Or do you think that she's going to have to work her way up, or do you think they're going to give her another title shot? Hey, I got you another question. How much you want to bet... How much you want to bet that they're gonna make Charlotte beat her dad's record? Yeah, that's gonna happen. Bro, she's she's what is she? She could have been the fourteen-time champion. She's gonna beat him. What? She's four titles away from beating John Cena and Ric Flair. So, what would you guys rate this match out of 10? The Raw Women's title match? 6.5. Okay. 6.5. J-Rod, J-Rod, you said 7? I saw, like, the very tail end of it, so I'd give it, like, maybe a solid 6. 6, okay. Trex, what do you got? Go ahead, bud. I actually give this match an 8. Okay, okay. Big numbers, big yeah. numbers. Rocky, what do you yeah. say? I didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't watch it? Okay. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit split 
Six and an eight. Okay. So a seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah seven. How I was about to say, how about a seven or seven point five? Seven, okay. So like you're you're a six, eight, just make it seven. Um Brandon, what did you think? Oh wait, yeah. Yeah, uh about the question if you asked. What about Mo? Mo, what what did you rate the Oh yeah, Mo, what did you think of the Royal Women's title match? I give it an eight. Give it an eight? Okay. Big numbers, big numbers here. Yeah, uh, back to the question you asked. Um, yeah, I think she will be the record sadly. But I, I hope for the next two weeks and months she won't be the title picture. I hope it's because she has a lot of uh, female roster. They should show them. Something, uh, let them show something. For example, they should push a little bit of the uh, talents and put out their old names out of the title picture, like Charlotte, like Sasha, like Bailey. They should put them out for us for a few months uh, out of the title picture and let new people get in. Right. I mean, they did a lot of call-ups, for example. What happened? Did we see in well, the Team Dream? No. Did we see who else got called up? Uh, Shane Thorne? But um, but yeah, make or I meant to say this at the beginning of the episode. Make sure to go follow these lovely people on social media. I'll leave their names here in the description of the episode. Uh, you'll be able to find all their Instagrams and TikToks down below. Give it an eight, okay. Being generous. Okay, being generous. If you were being, if you if you weren't being nice, what would you give it? Seven point five. Okay. Um. I, if I'm being straight up with Charlotte Flair in the match, I'm giving it a straight five. <laughs> I hate Charlotte Flair. I'm sorry. I hate Charlotte Flair. That's not that's just that's not just me being a hater. Like I mean, don't get me wrong. I can give Charlotte her props, but at the at the end of the day, you know WWE is just hand delivering Charlotte everything. No, you don't. And the fact that Sonya Deville reinstated her without going through Adam Pearce. I mean, I get it. They both they both make decisions that the other doesn't really agree with. But at the, at the same time, this is a team effort. You need to consult your team members. I'd just like to point out... Oh, never mind. Oh, I was looking at the, I was looking at the time cards... I, I almost said that, um, actually, the next match I was going to talk about, yeah, we'll go ahead and talk about it real fast before I get into... Wait, 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 uh, uh, to go back to Charlotte, uh, there was something I wanted to say. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, right. Yeah, I could see a couple months down the road if you got reinstated. Okay, but... For example, let's... Well, not even that. That is true. That is true. Anywho, um, on to match number three, and what I was going with, and oh yeah, Beast Move. What did you? Yeah, what would you rate this match? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is six point five? Okay. I'm not that big of a fan of Charlotte. Right. But I do respect her as an athlete. That so you're on the same boat as me. You don't like her, but you respect what she's done. So Daddy's money. Daddy's money. Anywho, swiftly moving on, swiftly moving on. Um, uh, you're good. So, so match number three, and what I was almost about to say was the longest match on this card, which I was completely wrong about. The longest match was actually, I mean, this is probably not going to be a surprise to anybody, but the longest match on this Backlash card was the Universal title match. Oh no, that's what I no, that's what I was, I was like. I almost said that because the match I'm about to talk about right now, Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode for the, the SmackDown first, Tag Titles. The first Bro, how how sick would that be? How sick would that be? And he still came out and finished the match with an Eddie Guerrero type, with a, <laughs> with an Eddie Guerrero type frog splash, bro. I saw a TikTok yeah. earlier today, and um, yeah. it yeah. it it was it was a side by side comparison of Rey Mysterio or not Rey Dominic and um, Eddie yeah. doing a frog splash, bro. It was yeah. crazy. I was like, and the caption even read, "Eddie would be proud." I was like, oh man. So what are your What do you what are you guys' opinions on the Mysterios being the new SmackDown tag champs? Wait, wait, before we start off. Uh, one one thing, one thing. Why was there a 
See, I don't know why there was a sofa backstage. Wrapped, it was wrapped up too. Oh yeah, Trex. What are your what Trex? What do you think about the Mysterios becoming the SmackDown Tag Team Champions and the first yeah. father son tag or tag team? When I think about that, I think that's actually really, really great on WWE creative. Um, actually, one of the greatest things that actually came out of uh, Backlash was that to me. Um, but uh, I completely agree. Like the whole uh, sofa backstage. I think us as wrestling fans. We look too much into the finer details, other than just the wrestling. Who cares that it was a couch back there? Who cares if it was a crane back there? The fact of the matter is, they took them out. No matter what it was, and no matter if it was back there or if it was back there. As the matter is, us as wrestling fans, as we got older, we started looking too much into the bullshit. Instead of right. actually looking at the craft. Alright, stop yeah. looking at the bullshit and actually take the craft for the craft. Like, we, 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 we were making, like, our judgments off of the show, and you're like, okay, there was a sofa back there. Who cares? The fact of the matter is, there's a lot of people. Before they threw the chair on him, so he was already from at the, uh, the, the sofa. You know, who cares that it was there? You the, know, it was there. They used it. There was a lot of people talking about that, too. There was a, oh, why did they throw their sofa on top of Dominic? I was like, bro. It's it, a sofa. It's exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right, but um, what would what was everybody what would everybody rate this SmackDown tag team title match? I'd rate that the best match of the night a ten out of ten. 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 Nine. Nine. Okay. No hate. Then you're not gonna like my rating for the WWE title match. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. I give it an eleven out of ten. Fight me. <laughs> Right. Enjoy yeah. wrestling for wrestling, man. That's that's where we that's where us 
us as fans, we look too much into the finer details, and like nothing, nothing makes up for that. Like you, you can't say, I would love to see you or anybody else in this podcast go and do what those guys do on a day in and day out basis. Let this man preach. And 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 see if you perfect everything, because as humans, we fuck up a lot. We right. can't get everything right. We're not machines. Yeah, I okay. understand. What you're so, I, so I understand we just gotta you're take it as a fan perspective, man. Stop looking at it as a critic and look at it as a fan. Yeah, I'm I know where you're going. I understand it totally, but there's, there's like I said, a little bit of problem because I got teach by some German WWE commentators. Hey, Drex, I'm actually gonna capitalize on that. Um, half these people that say that wrestling is fake I'd like to I'd like to see them take a chair shot to the head and see if that's fake I can honestly say alright listen I did some wrestling in my day oh, yeah okay? I did some backyard hardcore shit Feel chairs to the head not not taking the safety precautions that they take when they when they hit each other over the head which WWE stopped that a long time ago they no longer hit uh, in the head with any uh, blunt optics. Okay, so um, taking a chair shot to the head is by all, all means not fucking fake. Is it not? You, can, you can't stop that shit from hurting when there's a steel chair coming at your head at full fucking swing. You can't stop that from hurting. No. Oh, and speaking of you, speaking of you doing wrestling, shout out to Trex for making it into the, what was, what wrestling promotion are you in now? Shout out to Trex for getting into the promotion, brother. Hope you, hope, hope you do well. The hunt is on, brother. Bring it. The hunt is on. Bring some home. Bring home some gold. Bring it. You know, you see, I want to let you guys know this right now. You guys know Trex. All right, Trex in the promo community. When he first started this shit, he didn't give a fuck about gold. He didn't care about the wins. He just was here to have a good time. That's how I feel about joining OMW. And um, I'm just there to have fun, man. It's, it was a dream of mine to even to even uh, step inside of a ring and compete, and to actually have it happen, and have a, a, a company from my home state sign me. It, it means the world to me. So um, I don't. I'm not doing it for gold. You know, I'm doing it because it's what I love to do. But if that comes, it comes. You know, but that's not my main priority. My main priority is just going out there, putting on a show for the folks, and having a good time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And this should always be about. I know, and like to talk about the the Rey Mysterio championship. Uh, with me, y'all won't hate, but I'm gonna have to agree with Tyson on this. It's it's 11 out of 10 because the simple fact that they didn't just make history. They paid tribute to, in my eyes. I know a couple of, I know everyone here could uh, agree with me, but they pay tribute to a WWE legend. And the fact that Dominic was able to hit that just as good. I mean, I will admit that the, the impact wasn't as trembling, but we'll still give it to him since he had like, like, I assumed like bruised ribs or something like that. See, this is this is what it comes down to. I see this frog frog splash from some of the greatest, like Eddie 
and from um, RVD. Um, yeah. The the, the frog classes that we see now nowadays, it it is it is safe it is safety first. Okay, the whole knees hitting the mat before the body does is just to save the person who's going to be taking the impact. Exactly. So. Uh, back in the day, they didn't really have that much, you know, so when Eddie actually hit his frog blast, the impact looked so real and authentic that you you actually thought, as a, as a child watching Eddie, you thought, damn, he just landed on that dude for real. Right. And, you know, and sometimes he did. So, you know, it's like the precautions, knees hitting the mat before the body does, is, is a safety precaution. Isn't that Usos. Yeah. Hard, hard pass. Hard pass. Usos. Alright, well, this is what I believe should happen with the Usos. They need to build a feud between the Usos, have a face Uso and a heel Yeah, well, when we, when we get to the Universal title match, we'll talk about Usos because Usos are having a little family issue and that's kind of getting Roman Reigns a bit distracted but um we'll get to that in a little bit but um so congratulations to the Mysterios becoming tag champs um number four on the card we've got what Oh, we got some TPW spilling onto the podcast, brothers. If you guys want to see this TPW action, make sure to follow the TPW account on Instagram. I'll also link. I'll also leave that in the caption below. And as your current Universal Champion of TPW, I'm glad to be witnessing this little confrontation. Yeah, well, uh, well you're also in the match, brother. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Well, it's are in the, the uh, OSK, right? Ohio State Killers. Um, I sure hope so. I, I wasn't paying attention. If, if that's actually what's going on there, I mean, hell, I'd be happy to do it. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention Rocky is yeah, I, I forgot to mention Rocky is head of TBW, so if you guys have questions, like I said, I've left Rocky's ats in the caption below if you guys want to talk to him about promoing and shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. You also have another champion in the mix too. You got a couple champions in here, I was about to say, who are all the champions? I haven't been keeping track. I forget. Yeah, he's the world champion. I am the head of the head. I am the top. I am the 
talking about that we ain't we just ain't talking about that. We talking about the TWL since you got yours truly as your savage champion beast smooth up in well, this show. I like how we took went from talking about hey, SmackDown man. tag titles to hey, yo, actual hey, yo, beast Things things are getting heated on the Titus Life podcast, folks. Sorry, Titus. No, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I love the confrontation. Vader is the Merc with the mouth. So I want to say something to Vader. Beast Smooth is the no, sexual chocolate of Mark Henry. Oh, Rocky, I love you, bro. <laughs> Oh yeah, if you guys want to follow, if you guys want to join TWL, make sure to follow Trex and J Rod. They're the co-owners. If TWL, if you guys want to join TWL, uh, hit up J Rod and Trex. Well, oh, by the way, TPW is on Instagram and TWL is on TikTok. So again, if you guys want to join TPW, hit up, hit up. Um, Rocky on Instagram. If you guys want to join TWL on TikTok, hit up J Rodder Trex. Anywho, and we'll we'll settle any we'll settle any promo beef at the end. But um, for right now. Okay, anywho, let's swiftly moving on. Swiftly moving on. Uh, number four on the backlash card, we had the lumberjack match, or should I say the zombie jack match, Damian Priest and the Miz. I was about to say, the Miz got eaten alive, and he tore his ACL, so he's going to be out for about nine months. RP to him. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Hell no, fuck the Miz. I'm just playing, I like the Miz. I'm just joking, I like the Miz. I mean, y'all gotta appreciate the hard work the Miz puts in day in, day out. Yeah, yeah. I like the Miz, it's okay. 
doesn't take risk, which every other superstar takes those risks. Exactly. Just because he doesn't take a risk, he still makes an impact no matter what. Yes, he does. What impact? What impact? Like, what, like, when was the last time he was an actual champion? Look what Besides he's done. that transitional champion that he just look, was. Look what he's done for the IC. And we know transitional champions, don't we? Yeah, let, yeah, let's let's take turns here. Yes, of course. Honestly, Honestly, with Miz being the only two-time Grand Slam champion, let's be honest, the Miz deserves another title title shot. Like, if you give him give him a chance, he might make it a good hold one. Up, hold up, he's not the Grand Slam champion. He, he is. is. He, he is. He's a two-time Grand Slam champion. Yes, yes. Elaborate this for me, so I can get a full understanding of this. Yeah, go ahead, bro. It was to promote that net that Netflix show. What was it? After Death or something? No, Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. That's what it was. I'm sorry. Well, because it was supposed to end. Well, because this match was going to end the feud between Damian Priest and the Dirt Sheet. Okay. I, exactly. Trex just said this not even two minutes ago. No 
It, it, it is no better than a damn commercial. But let me tell you something. If it's one thing about being a business owner that I understand is that whenever you have a chance to make some money, you go for it. You damn right. You go for it. Big facts. And, and Vince yeah. is not a damn billionaire just because he lets opportunity slip through his hands. And that's a nice chunk of change for him since he sold a lot of his money for the XFL, which failed fucking miserably. That, yeah, no, yeah, it did. <laughs> So despite the zombies, what would you guys rate this match? I'll rate this match and easily. Easily. Just because I was highly entertained. Okay? Right. I was highly entertained. I rated a 9.5. I, I'm, hey, I'll give it a solid 9. I'll give it a solid 9. I'll give it a 9.3. I'll give it a 9.6. I'll give it a 9.3. I'll give it a 9.3. Give it a 9.8. I'll give it a 9.8. The only match that I watched was this one. Uh, I had a friend show it to me. You guys were entertained, but everybody is different. I was not entertained. I'm more of a 2000s guy, so... I, I grew up in the 2000s. Can I, can I argue with him real quick? Yeah, go ahead. In the 2000s, you grew up in the era of them doing all this kind of bullshit. You grew up watching them do stupid shit like this. Yeah, like, that was more entertaining. The storyline there. There was no storyline whatsoever with this match. I it was. Like it, it, it just, it, it, like if you watch the pay per view all night, they've been advertising this movie with Batista and it with zombies. They've been hinting at it throughout the whole. And what? And a little hint. John Morrison. John Morrison was dressed up like a guy who's surviving a zombie apocalypse. Yes. Yeah, there was a lot of people that missed that. That's your opinion. That's your opinion. And you have rights to your opinion. Well, you you are entitled to your opinion. So. Anywho, uh, anybody else uh, rate on the Lumberjack match? Mo has not spoken since, like, fucking forever ago. Mo, what would you rate the Lumberjack match if you watched it? <laughs> I've been trying to be quiet and get away with it. You're good. But the zombie match, uh, it was pretty entertaining. I rated a uh, Give it an eight. I can dig it. I mean, especially like as soon as like Miz and Priest started fighting the zombies, I think that's what added to the entertainment as well. Right. And yeah. 
thing, but that's the thing where where I said earlier is not being a fan is being a, a a critic, you know. And we as a fan, you can't be a, too much of a critic. Like you gotta kind of take the good with the bad. Hey, yeah. And you also gotta look at it as like the WWE is a business first. It's a business first, so it's gotta make money. So if you can plug a movie or a commercial or anything to a match, Vince McMahon is is gonna want to fill his pockets with money. Exactly. There's a reason why Vince McMahon got into the business that he's in is because he likes to make money. So it's all about making money at the end of the day. Yeah, it's all that matters. Um, man, you're muffled, bro. You're trying to speak, you're muffled. Uh, like, it's the thing. No matter if you like them or if you don't like them, you gotta admit, he is a very smart businessman. He is a genius when it comes to business. I respect him for that. That's all I'm saying. I respect him for it. Right. But. Alrighty, and moving on from that match, but, if anybody uh, has any last-minute battle ones. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I did rate the match. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I tried to... No, uh, I give the match a, a 7. A 7. Okay. Nig- Enigma, what do you think? Well, I totally agree with the giving it an 8 because I thought it was really gimmicky because of and to paraphrase on the whole XFL, the reason why it failed is because of the coronavirus. It wasn't anything having to do with him losing a lot of money on it. It was the fact that he couldn't fill seats because no one could go to a shelter. Okay. Well, now let me let me say something real quick, Rob. To combat both of the, both of what you said here, okay. Um, the second part of what you said was about the XFL. Now, the XFL was just recently sold. Do you know who the XFL was recently sold to? And for how much? I can smell it. It was sold to The Rock for not even a fraction of the price of which he sold. Vince McMahon sold WWE stock to acquire. Okay? Not even a fraction of the cost. Okay? Pocket change. Compared to what he sold stock to the WWE for. Okay. Now right. the second thing is. That's that's how I know it failed. He failed. Alright. He, he started it up. No matter if COVID happened or not. The, the, the NFL still had games. He could have still had games. And that's, that's just that. Um, he still kept WWE up and going. So there was no reason to shut down the XFL. Um, when, it, when it comes down to the whole. When you said that zombie match felt gimmicky what about wrestling isn't gimmicky right every person that you see on that screen is a walking talking gimmick exactly wrestling itself is a gimmick that's what i said before and you guys keep making me say this stop being a critic be more of a fan all right that's that's where we're losing like taking the fun out of wrestling man because we're thinking too much about it we're not in their positions. We're not in their shoes. So we you don't, can't tell them how to run this shit. You don't know what they're told. You don't know. Uh, 
you don't know what like like I mean heck even like an hour before the show Vince will change the damn script exactly half the time he does that majority of the time not half the time he'll show up to Monday Night Raw and change the script within an hour you're right and then Can't help but agree as well. I agree. I totally agree because um, I have to say my sentiment now. I, I see what you try. Uh, I see you right, Rick. But if you have your company as well, from other standpoint, then you don't want uh, for other people. They don't want to do the exact same like the big even that seeming part of sorry for German for a sec. But they no, you're good. It was good. Because it seems like everybody's distracted by the zombies that they didn't pay too much attention to the actual wrestling that was happening inside of the ring. The whole match was good. That's what I'm going to say. Like, minus the zombies, I liked the match. Exactly. Why do you think they sold so well? Now, now, why do you think the zombies sold so well? Who's to say those weren't wrestlers? Bianca, without a fucking doubt. I definitely, I don't know, because, like, this is a hard question for me, because I like both of them to, like, I hold both of them to the both, like, to the same standard. You know what I'm saying? You're both respectable women champions. Uh, You both came from NXT. Uh, Honestly, I thought that WWE was going to destroy both of these uh, superstars, like they have done several NXT superstars. Um... But if I have to put a name on who I think is going to have the longest reign, I'm going to have to go with, knowing WWE's history, I'm going to have to go with Rhea Ripley. Okay, I can respect that. I I would say Bianca, only because we're still waiting for the return of Becky. Well, Becky, Becky's still trying to be a mother. She, hell, she teasing it a lot. Yeah, she was teasing it like before Mania. The Rumble, when everybody thought she was gonna come back, she sent a picture on Instagram and Twitter with the fucking curtain that everybody been going through that says Royal Rumble on it. Everybody thought she was gonna come back at the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, she's she she's been teasing. She's gonna come back at the next WrestleMania or 
he was like, oh, she's such a troll. I was like, she ain't trolling. She's just teasing y'all. Alrighty. Um, yeah, so that was the... Hell, I like The Walking Dead. Anyway, that was... That was the Lumberjack match. So we've got three more matches, and then we'll move on after that so number five we've got bianca defending the smackdown women's championship against bailey now this match was really freaking good okay, like I'll i said i hope bianca belair has a long ass reign okay um with considering that i already said that i'm a big bianca belair fan okay Facts. i was a bailey fan until this is gonna shock a lot of people until Cut her hair. She, she cut her hair. She looks like a Karen, and I cannot sit with her. Hell, that. I cannot, I cannot sit well with her. So. Plus, that laugh is just atrocious. Let's just be honest. That laugh is atrocious. It's so fake, you can tell. You know it's fake. Yeah. Yeah, the roll up with her hair getting all tied up in her legs. Yeah. Yeah, No, it wasn't a botch, it was intentional. I uh, so like personally I'd give this like an eight point five to a nine. Eight point five to nine. Exactly. Bianca's better than Ripley, let's just be honest. Uh, At cutting promos. Without a doubt. Um, with, uh, yeah. I, I totally understand you that, but uh, I 
recommend that department, but I've never really liked Bailey from when she first started. I'm pretty sure she's a cool person, but uh, I was just not a fan of the uh, whole hug gimmick. Yeah. Not my thing. Her laugh is very annoying. Um, Hell, they used it for the package. The video package, that was annoying. They used her life for the freaking video package. It was so irritating. You know, I hate to say this because it takes wrestling back like 30 years, okay? I hate to say this, it takes wrestling back 30 years. I loved Bailey, and I, I really only like Bailey today because, and you guys probably gonna hate me for this or love me for this. Either one. She has a fat badonka duty, okay? Hey, like, hey, I can't help but agree with that one. I can't you know, disagree with that. You acted like Bailey listens to my podcast. Let's let's be honest. Vader's cut better promos than that. Yeah, hold on, Jerry. I'm trying to say something. Like, like I said, it was for me. It was like an eight point five to nine. If anything. Yeah, the Bianca Bailey match. Anyway, Mo, what do you rate the SmackDown Women's Championship match? 10 out of 10. Ooh, big numbers. Big numbers. 10 out of 10. Anybody else? Me would be definitely an 8.5. Okay. comes 
to that match as if it were to rate it with when she actually won the championship match, her actual win of the championship was actually better than when she defended it. Right. I can respect that. Anybody else? Uh, anybody else need to rate the match? I had two words for Peter. I had two words for Peter. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Trying to set Chelsea, trying to step up to the plate finally and come at me for my championship. Now I don't expect the promo against Bailey. Shots fired. It's not shots fired. It's back. So shots fired. Oh yeah. So with these last two matches, we'll we'll discuss anything at the end of the review, right before we get into the Marvel movies. Um, so with these last two matches, we are coming up on the first of our two main championship matches. And with number six on the card, we've got Bobby Lashley defending the WWE Championship against Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre. This was a, this was a 10 out of 10. It's a 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 10. Okay. It's because of the simple fact that one, they screwed it up big time by making it a triple threat. I don't care what anyone has to say about Braun Strowman. He should not have been in the match. I actually don't care that it was a triple threat match. Sorry to cut you off, Vader. I'm actually happy they made it a triple threat match. The WWE Championship. The fact of the matter is, is that one, uh, Bobby Lashley retained. Two, and everybody says Bobby Lashley deserves it, okay? I have a different opinion. I think that Drew should have won, and they could have continued with Drew and Bob with Bobby. See, at least when Bobby won... He hit the spear after Drew hit the Claymore, and he just he didn't just throw McIntyre out and steal the pin. He hit Braun with a spear and then pinned him. Exactly. At least he didn't just steal the pin. Let's hear this. I agree with some of the shit that you said, but not your rating. Your rating is based off of pure shit. Okay? That rating of that match is an absolute fucking zero. Mainly 
let's bear in mind, once he went through the LED board, I was waiting for Corey Graves to go, holy shit! Like he did last time. Sorry, I sorry. Drex was trying to say something. I cut him off. I apologize. Continue, Drex, and then we'll get back to Jerry White's point. I agree with that. Okay. Um, Braun Strowman is one of the people who deserve one of the biggest title pushes in my eyes. Um, first of all, WWE does not have that many big men no more. Right. Back in the day, WWE was ran by big men. Um, uh, one of their lo- the largest athletes went to AEW. Hey, he's on AEW Dark. So, when, when, when it comes With down Tony to like the quality of the match, I thought it was all bullshit. It was all over the place. They're, like, their wrestling didn't even tell a story. You know what I'm saying? It was more or less just like... Thrown together? Uh, just, uh, all, yeah, just thrown together. It was just... It was just like, every spot was very, uh, very not... Like, it wasn't well placed. Right. So, you know? Like, if you would have thrown Bobby off of the fucking... You don't like the match? No, I don't. Okay, respectable, respectable. Yeah, same here. I was I was kind of rooting for Braun. <laughs> Braun's big as hell compared to them, man. Like yeah. The fact that, you know, he just, like, Bobby Lashley just came in and hit him with a fucking spear. And dude down for the fucking count. He's big as shit. You made that dude, big dude look like a little pussy. And now that's going to make him look bad when you do give him a championship push. <laughs> so what, are you saying that we can see a future triple threat again? Or do you no, I just want Braun to be the champion. Rocky, the voice of reason. That'd be sweet. I like that. Me too. I agree with that. I think that match right there really helped his career. Even if he didn't win, that just shows that, yeah, Bobby Lashley may have hit him with a spear. That just shows how dominant Bobby Lashley can be as a WWE champion. Because back then, you know how sometimes, uh, like, one finisher could take down, like, a big megastar to get, like, the current champion over? 
Yeah, Jared, did you have a? Did you want to finish something, Jared? Yeah, let's talk about that commentary team in recent history. Uh, Cole and McAfee? Yes. It's the perfect mixture of young and hyped up mixed with wisdom and yeah. Let's talk about how Pat McAfee throughout half of the fucking show was standing up because he was so excited. Exactly. I mean, that's a hype man, bro. Let's just be honest, J or not Jr. Freaking uh, what's his name? Jerry Lawler. I don't mind him on commentary back in the day, but nowadays he's he he don't know what he's doing. Neither does Jr. He said Jerry. Jerry Lawler. I mean, with Jr. on AEW, I mean, if anything, I can get I can get behind Jr. But here's the thing, like, like nowadays, you know how much, like, I wish you would, but like, just because of the world we live in now, he would get so much shit if he just goes on the commentary table and just says, "I want puppies." I want puppies. <laughs> so, but, and we know we all like puppies. Let me throw this out here. We have not heard from Mo. Yeah, Mo, what would you rate the WWE Championship Triple Threat match? In your races behind it. Hey, yeah. I don't mean to be on the spot. But, um, <laughs> what, what was the match again? It was the uh, Triple Threat uh, match. It was Bobby Lashley, Braun Strowman, and Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. About a six, okay. Respectable, respectable. Anybody else need to put in their rating for the triple threat WWE title match? That would be me. Alright, sir, what do you got? I would say a six, but to, to paraphrase what everybody else said about Braun Strowman, yeah, I believe he should get a really big push. But I also think, but I also think that um, when it comes to him versus Bobby, Bobby Lashley, Right. Whether he's not being a monster among men, though. Well, he, to me, it kind of looks more like a, like a face, isn't he now? Wait, who, Braun? Yes. Somewhat. Oh, not really a, like not really a, like a face. face there, he's a tweener. There you go. Yeah. The Fiend. Uh, Roman and flipped the uh, uh, um, ambulance. Station. Well, when he like faced that. the Fiend, he kind of turned into that monster type persona, and that's why he yeah. went off on Alexa Bliss back in, back a couple months ago. Uh, yeah. So. Then I would say that 
But I mean, Braun Strowman right now, I'm a big fan. Like, don't get me wrong, Braun Strowman, he's a main event player. But with what they're doing with him right now, they they could do so much more with Braun Strowman, and it pisses me off. Like, like what they're doing with him now, they could, by God, they could do so much more. Yeah. They dropped him out to save McIntyre. You know, Bobby Lashley. True. Sorry to cut you guys off, but out of that, Nigma, like you said, like, I love the gimmick that they're doing with Alexa Bliss now. Don't get me wrong, this is probably one of her best gimmicks, if not the best gimmick that she's done. But, but, that storyline they had with Braun and Alexa, I think. Right. But who knows? They could possibly do that. You know, like how the Fiend had that hit list of people who wronged him and he was gone and everybody he faced he had history with. You would never know. Like, she might have a storyline with Braun later on down the road. Like, but now the Fiend don't got his powers all thanks to Alexa Bliss at WrestleMania. He hell he took one RKO from Orton and he was done. We'll get back to that in a minute. Because of everything that she's saying that Lily told her to do. Because right now, Lily is the right hand. So that would mean that they have to basically have Alexa play two roles. The one where she listens to uh, Lily and then call out that sister. Lily made me do it. Hell no, yeah, of and course. Who's to say that Sister Abigail in this storyline was not listening already and taking orders from Lily? Let's be honest, at that like moment in... Let's be honest, at that moment in time at WrestleMania, let's, a lot of people were saying that, at, that uh, Sister Abigail took over Alexa's body and stripped the Fiend... Of her powers, of, not, of his powers. So did everybody give in their rating for the triple threat match? Yep, I believe so. Alrighty, and we're on. On to the main event of the evening. Roman Reigns defending the Universal Championship against Cesaro. This was one hell of a match, if I do say so myself. I. I am giving this a 9.8 out of 10. I'm giving this a 9.5 as well. I'd give it a 110. 110. 110 because it was great match. Great storytelling. 
Yeah. Yeah, because everybody knows Raw's championship is better. And with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get my overall uh, rating uh, I, for this match. Um, I'm going I'm to have to give it a five. Give it a five, okay. I, I give it a five, and the reason behind my, my, uh, my ranking is the fact that Cesaro has been in the company of WWE for 20 years. 20 years. And big facts. First big title opportunity. And they fuck them. Exactly, bro. That's what pissed hang me on, off, on. too. Hang on, hang on. How long is WWE? 20 years. Cesaro, without question, one of the best wrestlers in the in the world in the last twenty years has been Cesaro. For twenty years, for twenty years, you can Google it. From his day tolling through Europe and going to the Ring of Honor and PWG, Cesaro accomplishing his lifelong dream of being WWE of being a WWE superstar when signed with the company back in two thousand eleven. That's 20 years, my friend. That is 20 years. No, 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 no. That's not what I just researched, bro. Well, on I, I looked it up and said, how long has Cesaro been in the movie? And it said exactly what uh, what uh, Titus said. So has, has come this lifelong dream of being in the WWE Superstar. Well, uh, okay, he uh, did sign in 2011. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the wrestling business. But even even with that being said, does okay. does, does he still not fucking deserve one just because he's been in there for ten years? It does not. He deserves a title shot regardless. He deserved a push. He deserved a push. It does not take away, no matter if my facts were wrong or not. Twenty years, ten years, five years. This man has been around and been being jobbed out for ten fucking years, and he deserves. Better than what he is getting treated in Roman Reigns as a fucking newbie who's been around for what, maybe five to seven years? 20, okay. 2012, he debuted. Roman Reigns? Okay, yeah. Nine years. He debuted in 2013. 2013, I'm sorry. Okay, so a little, uh, Cesaro has way more, way more wrestling experience than Roman Reigns. The only reason why Roman Reigns is getting that push is because of who the fuck his father is. You guys want to talk about Flair? Yeah. Sika. Because who his family's lineage is is the reason why he's Sika and Hawaii. His cousin's The Rock. His fucking uh, uncle is fucking Rikichi. Like, let's talk about it, man. Like, his fucking lineage goes on for fucking season. May I cut you off? Um, you had in the back. Uh, I wanted to talk well, Cesaro is actually in the ring since December 24, 2000. Because that was all 
See, if anything, the bar gave him a tag push. That wasn't a push push. It was a tag. It was a tag team push. Look how long it took them to make them, you know, to get, even get him a tag team championship. Like he's been around Tyson Kidd. Since the M and M days, Cesaro been around. Once the M and M split up, which is Mercury, Morrison, and Melina. If you guys remember, they used to come out yeah, like superstars and shit. Right when they split up, Melina was going into her singles career. No longer a manager of Eminem because they split up. Okay? Cesaro was her ringside manager for the longest of fucking time. She was dating Cesaro scriptedly. And underneath that script. Cesaro has been playing the background and been playing the jobber for far too long. When he is far more talented than a Roman Reigns. Exactly. Exactly. I'm gonna put my fan bias aside because that's the right thing to do. Yeah, okay, I'm a Roman guy. I just, I've admitted it multiple times, but I'm putting my fan bias on this aside. Should, should a Roman, should have won the championship last night? Exactly, and you were entitled to your opinion. for a minute alright bro <laughs> take it take take it chill bro take it chill bro alright you need relax bro alright Right. 
Oh, you didn't. It it must have lagged out or something. Pete Dunne, Cesaro, bro, that, that, I would look forward to that. I would love that. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Pete Dunne actually have the matches on the main roster? He did. He had a match against um, Enzo Amore when he was Cruiserweight Champion. I saw you raise your hand there, uh, Beast Move. I was, I, I was like, ah, oh, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> Real quick, real quick, what would what would everybody rate Backlash as a whole? As a whole pay-per-view? Like, okay, from I would watch it again, eh, maybe in my spare time, or, or, I don't, I don't even, not even, eh, yeah, what would y'all just rate it? Seven, okay. Bearable. I thought that the Roman Reigns-Cesaro match was really, really enjoyable. I liked how technical it got at certain points because we all know Cesaro is a very good technical wrestler, period. Right. I've been a fan of his since, since I saw him in Ring of Honor as Claudio Castagnoli, so... Okay. And if you're going by letters, I'd give it a B-minus. Okay. Trex... As a whole pay-per-view, what would you rate Backlash? Whole pay-per-view. WrestleMania Backlash. I'm honestly had to... I'm going to give it like a, a six. Give it a six? Okay. Rocky, I know you didn't watch it, so you're good. I, I, but yeah, I've had reviews. And, I mean, we've talked about everything already, so... Okay, so from what we've talked about, what would you rate it? Six or six and a half, six point five, around there. 
you okay. know, I don't know, man. It wasn't that good. All right. Uh, Mo, what would you rate uh, Backlash? I'd give it a 6.2. As a whole, okay. Uh, Enigma, what would you rate it? I like it. I, I rated mine as, a, as a, at, at least a good... Oh, you said 7. You said... Okay. Uh, Brandon, what would you rate Backlash as a whole? Seven point two. Seven point two. Yeah, I give it a seven point two. All right, Mister. Okay. Understandable. From a fan like standpoint, it could have been better as a from a fan like standpoint. Understandable. Understandable. Mister J Rod. Mister J Rod, what would you rate Mr. Uh, Seven point eight. All right, all right. Who this man? Uh, who's got a question? I got a question on top of Titus's question. Okay. What would you guys rate WrestleMania Backlash? But I'm gonna put a twist on it with like Trek. The create the um storytelling or the creativity as a business. See, with creativity. With like, I mean, I feel like there could have been more because honestly, with because the zombie match, I if if, if anything, the zombies added added to the match. Like lumberjack, I mean, hell, Priest said, bring wrestlers from SmackDown, bring them from Raw, bring aliens, bring zombies, bro. Like, he said it himself. Amen. He said it himself. What do you think, Trax, from a creativity standpoint, like you said with business, not just fan thing, what would you put it? As a business, though, I will, I will rate it, uh, I'll rate it like an 8.9. Facts. They tried. Uh, so you think they did? You think they did it better as a business than as a pay per view? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Alrighty. So who all in here is a big fan of like Marvel and all that good stuff? I was about, see, because that's one of the, because um, that's where we're going to be talking about next, and then I might wrap it up from there. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll talk about, I'll talk about RE Village for a minute, but then it's like, because I know there's some people in here that aren't familiar with it, but um, I'll try to give as much detail as I can. But um, as far as the up and coming movies, as most of us know, we got the Black Widow movie. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson is really hot. Uh-huh. We've also we've also got the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Looking forward to that one. Because 
Well, we also got we also got Thor: Love and Thunder, which introduced um, Jane Foster as Thor. Uh, we got the, I believe this is, I believe this is um, a Disney Plus series, The Eternals. If not, it might be a movie. I don't know. The Eternals. I was about. I was just about to say that was the next one that was coming up on my list. Here was Black Panther Two: Wakanda Forever. Shout out. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Wakanda Forever. We've also got Spider Man: No Way Home. I am very excited for this. I'm just gonna, for my sake, I'm a. Double check the the cast real fast. Make sure that my my sources aren't my sources aren't wrong. Spider Man died with Tobey Maguire when he uh, stopped being <laughs> Spider Man. Um, they they just lost me with hands down best Spider Man, and they lost me after every other one. Yeah, every other one after that one. I'm wondering. I will let you know right now. There are two confirmed. Super, uh, super villains. Uh, Alfred, I can't remember. I can't. I can never pronounce his last name right. Molina, Alfred Molina. Yeah, Doctor Octopus and Jamie Fox. Yep, from Spider Man or from Amazing Spider Man Two. And we got J.K. Simmons. You think so? Yeah, I definitely I think it should have been Sandman and Electro. Yes, sir. Listen, because Sandman, I love Sandman's character because, like, if you think about it, he really wasn't a villain. He really wasn't a bad guy. He, he, he was just getting money for his daughter. Just trying to provide for his family, bro. Exactly. And you, know, you know, like, I know that his, his daughter was sick. Tom Holland and Tom Hardy. Listen, let's just bear in mind for Venom Two, um, the whole basis around Carnage and the Carnage character from the beginning. Kalidas Cassidy, he was based off of the Joker. If y'all didn't know that. Because he is a, he's a phenomenal actor, 
Of course. Uh, so we got next up on the list after Spider-Man No Way Home, we've got, uh, Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, that, I'm very much looking forward to that. We've also got Guardians 3. Yeah, Thor's gonna be in that one. And just like Jared said, we've got Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Which I can't wait to see. They just released a trailer a couple of days ago. What, Woody Harrelson in um, Hunger Games? Yeah. Alright, shout out to... Wait, who's all leaving? Alright, shout out to Chelsea and Vader. Please make sure to follow these two people. Amazing people in the in the in the caption below. Like I said, I've yeah, I'll put man. their names. Go go show them some love. Yeah, you're good, bro. If you're HWB. That's all good. Alright. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Alright, good night, Vader. Good night, Chels. CHS. And uh, we got only a couple more, and then we'll get into Resident Evil Village, and then we can finally all go to sleep. <laughs> uh, we got we got Captain Marvel two. Um, I'm looking forward to that. We've also got Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. No. Ant-Man. Ant-Man's the one that killed Thanos. Well, he helped kill Thanos. It was a group process. No, did y'all not see the Ant-Man meme? He popped up his ass and he and he grew big and he killed him. Bro. Quite literally. To, to, to 
That was actually a really good movie. Wait, what happened? Oh, yeah. When he had a uh, Thomas Tank engine thrown at him? Yeah. Well, let's talk about how he sent another Batman. Wait, what was it? How uh, he's just another Batman. He's not, though. He, he kind of is. Like, without that suit, can he shrink? Yeah. That man don't shoot again. He has a grapnel gun. He has a grapnel gun. Also excited for the new Batman movie. <laughs> also we got we've got the Morbius movie which um, also if you guys saw the Morbius trailer um, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was painted on the wall so which is basically saying that Tobey exists within the Morbius universe so we might get another Tobey Spider-Man movie yeah we might we might get Tobey's Spider-Man 4 I I grew up watching the Toby movies, bro. Toby Maguire was always my favorite Spider Man. I don't care what anybody says. Okay, Listen, I'm like, like the worst Spider Man See Spider Man Amazing Spider Man one was a good movie. In my opinion, in my opinion. Speaking of Into the Spider-Verse, we've got Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse 2 on my list here. Uh, let's, I'm going to read some facts. I should. I probably should have been reading the facts on the other movies too, but we were rushing through those. Um, the Untitled Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse sequel is upcoming American computer, oh, that's just the run, that's just the basic rundown, okay. But um, it's set to come out October 7th, 2022. So, which, which is really good, so. Oh, and apparently Spider, bro, the fact that I see Christopher Daniel Barnes in the cast. Have y'all seen the, like, Spider-Man Edge of Time, or, like, uh, Web, or, um, Shattered Dimensions video games? Yes, and Christopher Daniel Barnes playing the old 80s Spider-Man? Bro, C.D. Barnes, bro, if C.D. Barnes is in the cast, I'm there to watch that movie. I don't care. If it's just C.D. Barnes, give it to me.
was about to say, this might end it for the episode. Everybody's getting a little tired. Uh, thank you all for listening. Again, go follow these amazing people on social media. Like I said, I will put their names in the caption below. Uh, thank you all for coming on the show tonight, um, and we will see you guys next time. Have a blessed night, and thank you guys for listening to the Titus Live podcast. Um, five stars. Give five stars. Please share with all your friends. And as always, peace out. Can I get a yee yee? All right, peace out, y'all.